Okay, because the police is really cracking down on these drag racers, okay? They on their ass, sea bass. Listen, seeing a fucking drag racer get chased by the police and run out of gas is the funniest shit I've seen all week, okay? Ninja, get your priorities in order. <laughs> get them in order. And the Michigan State Police helicopter was not bullshitting with they dumb ass, okay? This nigga, <laughs> he on the fucking um, radio like, oh, he got one, doing donuts. Yep, he hit another one. He's hitting another one. He's hitting another one. <laughs> You're like, they <laughs> uh, Police pulls up. Oh, he's taking off. And like mm-hmm. when you are getting chased by the police and then they got that bird on you, you are not about to get away. You know what I'm right. saying? Or like Dr. Dre said, it set it off. Like, ain't no escaping that. <laughs> like for real. Like, like for real. They had the bird on him, watching him, watching their every movement. And this nigga really doing donuts. Like he going crazy with okay. zero miles left till empty. A baker's dozen. <laughs> It, like, dude, please go fill up your tank before you go drag race. Exactly. Priorities is on zero. <laughs> like, priorities not in order. And the sick part is, like, he in a challenger or whatever, like, you get a very, very, very good heads up when you about to run out of gas. You had to <laughs> fucking push that shit to the limit. Then when they get to chasing them, the police, this nigga decides me a chase, like, all right, I think I can go ahead and stop for gas now. Mm-hmm. You gonna go get gas in the middle of the chase? He tried. Try them. Tried the police. And then eventually ran out of gas on the freeway. On the freeway. Hopped out, ran across the freeway, through traffic, you and your partners. <laughs> your cohorts. Your co-conspirators. <laughs> <laughs> and got the fuck on and ran across the freeway and still got y'all dumbasses caught. And then when he's slowing down on the freeway, yep, he's slowing down. He, he has to be out of gas. He's <laughs> out of gas. Yep, out of gas. He stopped. <laughs> he's done. Mm-mm. That nigga ran out of gas mid chase. Like, what kind of fuckery? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just if you're just going to drag race, just make sure you get at least half a tank. Yep, fill her up. Yeah, actually, yeah, be on the safe side. Fill her up because if you have to get the drop on a nigga, listen, and gas is too damn high to just be fucking around out here anyway. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like for real, gas yeah, is four dollars. Gas yeah. four dollars a gallon. In case Pretty y'all missed time, high for real, y'all missing it. It's four dollars a gallon. So if you out here and you couldn't afford to do donuts, you could afford to put a quarter tank in there. Because you should have been able to get away from the police. You should have been doing donuts. Like, period. Exactly. Period. And that's why they cracking down on our niggas. Because a lot of y'all niggas really can't drive. Y'all faking it. <laughs> y'all running the houses, yards, trees, mm-hmm. light poles. Like, the guy that ran into the light pole not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago. Fuck everybody power up. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that in our lives. Y'all trash. So, yeah, they cracking down on y'all niggas. And yeah, the police can be doing a whole lot more. And the, the thing of it is, y'all niggas are still breaking the law at the end of the day. So don't try to divert the attention on other shit right, when these niggas are still breaking the law too. Right now they're cracking down on y'all. Hey, they pulling up on you, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> coming, for, <laughs> coming for you, nigga. <laughs> shit. A mess. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Delicate Dominance Podcast, episode 73. Yep, I was going to say 73. Uh huh. Yeah, you're on it. my hand next time. You're on it. You're on it. Uh-huh. It's Auto and Queen P. And we're back. We're here. Yep. Another week. Slightly queer. Um. <laughs> half of us. <laughs> but which half? Your half, nigga. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Sell out, bitch. 
Excuse me. Um, you just pissed me off. Anyway, how was your fucking week? <laughs> you, you're here. You're queer. Let's get used to it. No, you had to say it again. It, it just rhymes. That's okay. I'm not that queer. How was your fucking week? It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. No, no, no I- man, shut up. <laughs> My- my week is good. How the fuck good. are you, Patrick? You want you go you gonna start off this 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 podcast this saucy? I'm sorry, you you this, you this smokeified. You came in me first. You you put it out there. What, what, oh, you you wanted to put it in the air and just have it. I wasn't putting nothing in the air. Mystified it, it of, just, of, of of what's of what's queer and who's queer. It just <laughs> it just rhymed, bitch. Hey, that shit rhymed. My week was wonderful though, by the way. <laughs> But no, it was okay. Queer ass week. <laughs> but no, it was cool. It was just pretty much me kind of getting everybody together. Um, my mom's out of town visit was successful. I know we had a long little bout of getting her ready and together, but she went out of town, had fun, enjoyed herself. So it was good to see her getting out and about. She's back. Yeah, yep. Yeah, she got back. Uh, they only stayed for about four days and everything. Um, went to Florida and she was sending me all the pictures and stuff there. I Please. see her in Obama. Oh, girl. Uh, okay. She, she had her a good time. And it was really work for her. So it was good that she still had a good time. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I do love about her is that she always find a way to just make a friend. Mm-hmm. So one of the um uh, people that was kind of like driving them around or whatever, she ended up finding them like kind of some little taxi service or whatever. And she just told them like, find out like, look, you can make this money the entire time we're here. You can just be our driver. I just pay you. <laughs> What's up? Let's do it. <laughs> this is a Jamaican guy, whatever. He's like, oh, you good people. You good people. You know? Of course. So she, you know, she uh, hired him or whatever and just called him anytime, like, she needed a ride and everything. And she was going to the restaurants and getting him food and everything. Like, he been driving around all day. Aww. I know you hungry. You want some Aww. food? Getting you some food. He's like, you good people. You good people. You no headache. You no headache like others. Others, others is headache. You know? <laughs> so... I'm like, you just love making a friend. You love fucking with people. That's I just cool. I just really like admire that about her, you know? Mm-hmm. She just knows how to like maneuver and talk to people and network and things like that. Like she's always had that about her. And I just I really like and admire that. That she's just so personable, even though she comes off with a harder exterior. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. But yep, she said she had a good time. So I'm pleased that she had a good time. Shouts out to my mom. Uh, my dad, he's doing better as well. That's good. He's um back um home and everything, so he's you know down his recovery and everything. Hopefully, he's on him best behavior. <laughs> um, but yeah, been a pretty decent week and everything. Just a you know, same old shit, working and everything, dealing with drunk folks, and all that time. Yeah, that's just what it is. What about you? Um, I, I guess I had a pretty steady week. Um, had a, um another event, and you know it was um successful as usual. Talked to some people and networked and things like that, which is my fave. You know, talking about candles, which is my fave. So you know, everything was good with that. Um. Something did um, not happen, but every once in a while, I feel like you see one of those life-changing movies where the message in the movie really hits you. Yeah. 
or if if it's not the message in the movie, it's the way the movie was filmed, or you know what I'm saying, the content in the movie was like, wow, this is different than anything I've ever seen, you know? Yeah. So I happened upon this movie um, that I have not... I think I've heard about it a few times, but it never stuck with me to actually go watch it because, um, you know, I talked to you, I got really excited about it. And, you know what I'm saying? I talked to you about it, like, you know, a few hours after I had seen it or whatever. The movie is American Skin and is written, produced, and starring Nate, Nate Parker. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was just a really good movie. Basically, it's, um, it's about a, um, a guy, a black man, you know what I'm saying? The, the movie starts off with this black man and his son getting pulled over by the police. And it's just, that moment is just really raw because it's two white officers that approach the car. And I feel like if you were a white person watching this movie, you know what I'm saying? The way that he had his hands up, you know what I'm saying? As soon as the police approached the car, before he knew anything was wrong, my hands are up. You know what I'm saying? Because I already know the deal. You know what I'm saying? Right. Son, put your hands up. It's okay. Everything cool, but put your hands up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the police came and they you know license and registration. Okay, sir. My ID is right here. I want to reach for it. And then my license, uh, um, and then my registration is in the glove department. Am I able to reach for that? You know what I'm saying? Just kind of showing like it's kind of like white people. Y'all don't go through traffic stops like this. You know what right. I'm saying? You would never put your hands up while the cop is approaching the car. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, they get in your ass. What the fuck are you stopping exactly. me for? Exactly. What, what the fuck do they do? For like, us, that's know. normal. I've found myself doing that. You know what I'm saying? And, I'm, and they might have been looking at me like, what the fuck is you doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, in the movie or whatever, the, um, the kid, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? He... Gets gunned down by, I don't want to give a lot of specifics, but he gets gunned down by the police officer. And, you know, it just goes, um, the the dad goes on to, you know, enact his own version of um, justice. And the message in the end is pretty much, it's just a, I feel like it's a very clear picture and depiction of, just because someone did something wrong or you feel like someone made um a mistake, you know what I'm saying? They did something wrong. They don't have to die. Right. No one has to die behind a mistake, you know what I'm saying? Or um or suspicion. Yeah. No one has to die because of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, just y'all uh check that movie out. It is um one of those really sensitive movies. It's kind of like Central Park Five, you know. Yeah. It's gonna make it's gonna be thought provoking. It's probably gonna make you cry, it's gonna make you think, it's gonna make you hug your kids. Yeah. But um it is really good and it's the way that it's he shot it is really realistic. Like it took me about ten to fifteen minutes into the movie to realize that it's it's not a documentary. It is a movie, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's the way it was shot. Yeah. So, um, you know, if y'all get a chance, go check that out. I, I, it, I heard it may be on Amazon Prime. I know for sure it's on BET Plus. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but just very, very good movie and it's very moving. And it's not one of those, your typical slave movie or your typical, you know, now they got this new trend, this black and blue movie trend yeah. thing where they show the pic, the police and, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yep, um, Nate, support Nate Parker. Protect Nate Parker at all costs. Yeah. Even though he got a white wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Biracial swirly love. Yeah. It's icy moron, but you can't deny that he got some type of artistic something going on, you know? And he's an activist, kind of, you know? Yeah. I didn't know that um, Detroit's Home Delicious was dating one of the real Central Park Five. No, they married. Yeah. <laughs> They're brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Raymond. Married. Yeah, Raymond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, oh, okay. Because, like, after I had... um went and watched it and then i watched it again i just well, every the time, show the, uh, the, 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 the series yeah after the, oh central part five yeah you watched it more than one yeah so when i watched it and then when i every time i watch something no matter what it is catch I, something new. I know yeah, that too but i dig into this deep rabbit hole as far as finding out oh, yeah, things me about them yeah me so too. i go online look at interviews mm-hmm. comments um post online stories anything interviews or whatever that's affiliated with them and i happened to find that out because i didn't know that she was married to him but uh-huh. yeah definitely shouts out to them and you know shouts out to all of our black activists and those that are moving forward and forward thinking and you know trying to push the conversation push the conversation and yeah uh-huh. you know just kind of push forward for change so yeah i'm gonna definitely check that out American skin just gives me just a skinhead type of white redneck. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. It just gave me that vibe. So the name kind of threw me off, but like now that you I think it threw me off too. Yeah, now that you've you know giving me more detail as far as what it's about, I'm gonna go ahead and check it out too. And yeah, come back with a full synopsis. Yeah, full, it's full report. You will like it. I can't wait till you see it. Before we move on, I just want to say in a few days, probably when this drops, it might be when this drops, if not um, a day before this drops, but my dad's birthday, July 15th, is, you know, in a few days, and um, I'm not going to, you know, this is going to be, we're going to record before and then after, so I just want to say happy birthday to my daddy. Oh, yeah. Um, so cool. You will always be here in my heart. Yes, yes. And um, you're loved and missed. Of course, yes. We love you. Are you doing anything as far as to like celebrate or anything like <sighs> we that? We was trying to feed the homeless as a, you know what I'm saying, as a, like a yearly thing. Like last year we did it on Father's Day, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We was trying to feed the homeless, but it's just really short notice. I don't know if we'll be able to do it this year, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I might do something, you know. Just something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like a little balloon release or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely shouts out. Happy birthday. Shout out, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Love you, Daddy. Love you too, Love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so <clears throat> besides all that, excuse me, my allergies. Uh, we had a lot of, it was a lot of shit going on. Well, I guess because it was the 4th of July weekend. Mm-hmm. These little celebrities been off the chisel. Yeah, these little celebrities and rappers and basketball players and millionaires and mm-hmm. billionaires and all this other fuckery going mm-hmm. on. Stop pockets. Or- yeah, niggas pulling up on niggas with guns and shit. Mm-mm. Uzi brought the Uzi out. My Uzi <laughs> brought the Uzi out. Yeah, <laughs> on, the, on this very small chick, small meek chick. Mm-hmm. Yep, his size. So Uzi and uh Saint Paul. Uh, I know everybody heard about that, whatever. Um Uzi supposedly rolled up on him in the middle of a busy LA street while him and Britney Bird, his ex-girlfriend, was having lunch. 
and just basically put up on him with the gun out, with the guns out, buns out, Niggas suns iffy, out, uh, uh-huh, funs out. I don't even know what the issue was, but supposedly he pointed the gun at Britney, and it was just a bunch of, it was just a big ass mess. He sashayed his ass over there with his <laughs> baddest crop I'm sure top, he had them shoulders, right? Real, shoulders, shoulders, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and some tight, destroyed jeans and a bad bitch crop top, and just came over there, backwards and just over there, like, huh, 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 yeah, huh, oh, yeah. And just put up on them and just was wanted all the smoke and then dropped the gun. How you do that? <laughs> like, what's going on? So so, let me show you how to hold it. For real. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just don't know what the fuck is going on with Uzi. Uzi been busy. Okay, honey? He's been very busy. Right. But, so they had that whole altercation. I don't understand and I don't know why there's not a video on this busy ass LA street, but <laughs> maybe it'll come out eventually. Somebody's um, building cam or whatever <laughs> the hell, but... <laughs> Yeah, Uzi put all the way the fuck up. Now, I know him and um St. Paul, I guess, have worked together, like, as far as music-wise in the past. Uh-huh. But I'm still not 100% sure what the issue was. What the beef was. Yeah. And why you pull a gun on her. Yeah. On this chick. And the thing is that you got a whole bitch. You have a whole, you have a whole woman. Right. What business do you and Britney Bird have? <laughs> you know? And, um, you know, Brady Bird had posted something on Twitter like, well, y'all say protect black women. I'm a black woman. So what? You know? Mm. Mm. The thing of it is that when you're the lesser, you know, popular of the two, when it's a celebrity couple, of course, the masses is going to mostly side with whoever they yeah. like the most, mm-hmm. you know? So she's 100% right in, you know, saying that because essentially, you know, she was a a victim, you know. Can you show me what she looked like? Brady Bird? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, she a little weird nigga like him. You know, when they were together, it just seemed like a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, but she had the whole little pink hair going. And um but now all these niggas want to fuck JT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But she's short like him. And uh she got dreads now and everything, but okay. Yeah. That was that was back when they were like together, like some years back. She used to always rock the pink hair when he had the little little uh, purple Uzi versus the world dreads. <laughs> but yeah, cute girl. Like they look like you know, like the ideal couple, like more so ideal than him and JT. You right, know? Yeah. But yeah, so still unclear of what that was. It's just Uzi just kind of been showing his ass. And then the next day, he want to be at Michael Rubin's all-white party breakdancing. Okay. Like, ain't shit happening. They spinning, nigga. They spinning. They spinning, Like, ain't shit happening. Okay, fucking it up on the breakdance. That nigga Cutting got, a real ass rug. He got his fucking cardboard box out like he was in the middle of Harlem <laughs> in the 80s. Okay? He, the boom <laughs> box. <laughs> he like, here, put this tape in. For real. Yeah. Play, play my cassette. Look like he was dancing a turkulator and For shit. For real. Dating. For real. Mm-hmm. Just going crazy. Just, just it, was, it was a nigga. I just feel like it was a nigga just in the background, like <laughs> just, just in the background, like Biz Marquis. Biz, I was about to say it was Biz. Biz Marquis is on the fucking beatbox while Uzi got the fucking cardboard box and just hitting the breakdances. <clears throat> and then we had another party going on in the midst of this party. In the back of in the back of the breakdance, right? Uh, ding a ding a Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it just got to a point where niggas was like, 
fuck Uzi breakdancing? What's going on back here? What's up with the tickle fight? What's going on back here? So Meek Mill and James Harden, who also been another busy bee, <laughs> just in the back, just having them a good old time. Tickle fest. AKA tickle, tickle tickle gate. Yeah, tickle gate 21. Okay. Just just tickling they, each other. Okay, because they were they were so into this shit. James Harden tickled the wrong nigga neck at first. Exactly. He like, oops, not your neck, nigga. Tickle, 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 tickle. Give me, give me my tickle back, white boy. Give me my tickle back. Run my tickle. <laughs> that was that him. That was his tickle. And Meek Mill really all on the ground with this tickle, like <laughs> just giddy as hell. Two just big yeah. black ass niggas just just having the most fun tickling each other. <laughs> Two grown men just tickle fast, tickle fun. <laughs> Just tickle, tickle, tickle like, love. I'm sorry. I just like. Have I ever tickled you? No. Yeah. I just no. can't. I don't. I don't tickle each other. Like I don't tickle each other. We don't tickle. <laughs> like I, yeah. I don't. I just, it's just so weird to just see just you slowly caressing any nigga's neck in any form. Yeah, or with fashion. your finger, you you brushing your fingertips lightly against another nigga's neck, ever so gently. Yeah. And you keep doing it. Like, <laughs> whole video <laughs> sus. Just sus. Whole video. And like, Meek Mill is just having a blast. Like, ah! <laughs> like, he just really is like enjoying that tickle. I'm like, is you the same flea nigga that was about to shoot niggas for talking crazy on the internet? I'm like, what's going on? Like, oh, yeah, because Meek Mill has been busy as fuck, too. He been these busy. niggas been, all of these niggas have been so fucking busy. Busy, this, busy yeah. bees. Just, yeah. just busy bees. Yeah. All of them. Just, like, just, just tickling each other. There's all types of shit. Shooting each other. Loving each tickle, other, tickling and shooting, hu- loving, touching, loving, hugging, <laughs> just, just like just two just big black ass niggas just tickle party. <laughs> I, all right, they, they just look. They, they were having a blast though. I love seeing black men smile. Personally, I do, but not behind the tickle. Yeah, just not behind the tickle. I don't want to see a nigga smile. Like if I'm either one of they bitch at home, just watching them tickle each other. Like nigga, I ain't been tickled yet in this relationship. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I'm just, I feel a wet. I've been waiting on you to tickle my fancy. I've been waiting on this tickle forever. Mm-mm. It's just like how do you explain that? If they was like James Harden, what were you doing in the nightclub <laughs> on July fourth? I mean, you know, just you know, friendly tickle, like yeah, tickle yeah. here, tickle there, tickle <laughs> you know everywhere. Saying? That wasn't nothing but a, that was a little tickle. Yeah, it's a light tickle. It's quite a little tickle. That's all. Just that two shit. grown men tickling each other. Yeah, you know, just tickle. You know, just a, just a light tickle, just, yeah, something light. Tickle wickle. Little, <laughs> like, <the fuck? laughs> little, little razzle dazzle. Little tick, I've had a kid wickle. look at me crazy for tickling them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you just you sitting up there, y'all niggas damn near forty <laughs> tickling each other. Tickling each other. <laughs> I, I tickle my nigga today. He, he looked at me like, fuck are you doing? Exactly. Like, I'm looking at you <laughs> crazy. They don't. Like, we don't, yeah. we don't tickle we, each other. What the fuck is you doing? Like, no. Don't. don't. Yeah. Shit is childish. And then, like, niggas in the comments, so I'm like, shit, I tickle my bros all the time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. No. Like, is this all your bros? Like, is this blood brothers? Is this, like, your bro, bro? Your is brother? It, is it a little two-year-old bro? Yeah. Like, how old is this brother? This is a grown brother? I never, I, I just never tickle the grown up. It's just a blutter. <laughs> just, don't you, you don't tickle grown ups. I'm sorry. I'm just, I was you don't tickle another man. Yeah, just the, the, the tickle herd around the world. I've like, been tickled, I've been tickled by a man, but a man shouldn't tickle another man because 
tickling, tickling us, feeling it's like all really trying to get you up, like, oh, yeah. got your titty. You know what I'm saying? This is very intimate. Yeah. Like, yeah. how often do you just go out in public and just see niggas tickling each other? You'll see a hug, you'll see a kiss, you'll see whatever, but just tickling? I don't even think I've seen two gay men tickling each other because it's childish. It's, it don't, it's not even it's not even sexual. It's just childish as fuck. Exactly. Like, Especially in you in the middle of a club at a party with a bunch of other grown ass people. It was just so childish looking. Like, and I can't even remember the last time I've seen a child tickle another child. <laughs> like, right. These kids be grown as fuck. Like these kids be on their phones and online. <laughs> like they're not tickling each other. What they, are y'all doing? They didn't even know the word tickle. They like, what are you doing his neck? He caressed his neck ever so gently. It's <laughs> just so special. Yeah. I don't know. So and he McMill just confused me because he went from tickling James Harden to try to punch Travis Scott in the face. So he went from tickle to punch. <laughs> like just just a quick 360. Just this whole 180. You just switched up. You just all right. Fuck it. Tick, tickle time done. <laughs> Play type button. That's Travis Scott was probably in the background like tickle ass nigga. <laughs> Ticklish ass nigga, playful nigga. And that's why smiley I'm, ass nigga. And I'm like, is this a real fight video? Because first of all, y'all you guys are just yelling, and then second of all, you said his whole name, Travis Scott. Like, no, it'd be so fucking funny to hear rappers call rappers by their rap name. <laughs> like, first of all, this nigga's name is not Travis Scott at all. Nothing <laughs> nowhere near close. He, Travis Scott! Travis! I'm like. Okay. Yeah. And he replying back, Meek Mills. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it just sounds so funny to hear rappers call each other by their rap names. That's hilarious. And then like, like Mr. Scott. Right. <laughs> Scott and Mr. Mills. But I, I just really want to know what the issue was. Like, all you could just hear is a bunch of yelling and shit. And like, Travis Scott <clears throat> has barely said two words since his career started. <laughs> like, uh, Travis Scott don't say shit. He said something about that's my situation. So it was over a bitch. Got it. That's what it sounds like. That's my situation, nigga. Like, yeah. Like, what, what did Travis Scott do to deserve that? Like, why couldn't he get the same tickle grace that James Harden <laughs> got, received on, on this lovely night? Received. Yeah. Like, why couldn't he receive tickles? You know, he's... He, I don't know. You want to... Why you want to have your fist meet his face when James Harden got to get the tickle? What's so special about James Harden? The tickle. Really? He gets the tickler. Tons of tickle fun. You know what I'm saying? The, the tickler. The, we gonna call him the six foot tickler. For real. And I didn't even know what the fuck Michael Rubin is doing in the midst of all this. Because you're just hosting all the fuckery. He's wild ass parties. Right? For real. Like just a bunch of rappers and billionaires doing shit. What are y'all doing? Because James Harden went from tickling to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> to getting in trouble with little baby, right? Niggas in Paris, tickling in Paris, for, exactly. Y'all want to get tickle, 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 for real? Because like y'all want to go and get arrested and get detained for having drugs in Paris. So y'all went from fucking tickling and feeling to drug dealing, basically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. And then walking out of the the, the court or whatever they was looking crazy as hell. I, I don't even know what the fuck was going on. What what be going on with little baby face? <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> a little baby just be walking around looking so awkward, like he don't know which way is up. Like and, and you know he gonna hit you with that Kerry Washington. What? Oh, the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. And then James Harden had on that weird ass shirt. At first I thought it was his warm-up clothes. I'm like, <laughs> nigga, this is your outfit of choice. First of all, it's big as fuck. Right. You looking like but nigga, you ain't even playing today. You <laughs> okay. You looking like an imaginary ass friend. And your shirt got bat wings. Your your shirt is webbed. The wing webbed wing. Wing webbed. They don't lie to talk about some little baby got that look like he brought his uncle to parent teacher conference instead of his real parent. <laughs> He like, like he got a parent. Him. Right. This, this parent right here. He like, tell him. Tell yeah. him you're my parent. Tell him you're the parent. Tell him. Tell uncle. Dad. Right. And he didn't like it like he wasn't really supposed to be there. <laughs> they say that nigga look like he was uh introducing his imaginary friend. <laughs> come on, you can come out. You can come talk to them. You can do it. <laughs> come on. Come on, Jamie. And James Harden was really looking like the imaginary friend. Like, is it safe? Oh my God. <laughs> my little baby has that. Thick ass jacket tied around him and shit. Like right. he had peed on himself. Right, yeah. And get one of each other back in his pants. <laughs> that jacket was <laughs> that jacket was so thick to be tied around. It looked like he struggled to tie that fucking jacket around his there, body. It, you know the jacket was thick because it was orange. Any orange jogger jacket is it, thick as thick fuck. Yeah, that's a whole ski jacket. <laughs> in July. <laughs> like that jacket was thick as hell. I don't even know how he was able to tie the sleeves and, and pull them a little bit. Exactly. The jacket was so fucking thick. It's like, what do you have this big ass jacket for anyway, nigga? It's July. It's hot everywhere. Peeing on <laughs> it's hot everywhere. Why do you even have the jacket anyway? It's hot no matter where you're going. Unless you're in fucking the middle of Alaska, it's hot. Right. <laughs> and no matter where you go in the world, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, this is tied around his way. Oh my God. The whole then, shit was just weird. And then it don't look help because he looked so small next to James Harden. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? right. So then he really like a. When, 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 little baby, you know, he looked small as hell next to that jacket. <laughs> he looked very small. He was little. It wasn't James Harden's jacket, <laughs> exactly. At this point, where is like, is this the jacket you got tickled in? Like, what is this jacket? How is this jacket you got tickled in? So much going on. So I don't know. Did they release him? Because I know that he got detained for having weed over there. Yeah, he got he out. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's another thing. Stop thinking that weed is legal everywhere because it's legal where you're from. They know it's not weed everywhere. And, and like, what, what are y'all? What's going on? They know it's not weed everywhere. It probably was it weed. Did we did we confirm that it was weed? I'm gonna go ahead and give them the benefit of the doubt, but no, we did not confirm. <laughs> Could have been some pills. Whatever it was, nigga, you should have had it. Like, <laughs> and where do the fall niggas be at? What happened to the fall niggas? Why do the main breadwinner keep getting in trouble? He was over there shit? with James Harden. He shouldn't have been. It was just them two. They don't have no option. Him, he was with the tickler. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> That's the problem. That's your problem. You should... Okay, stop hanging out he, with James Harden. With the, the, no, James Harden is the tickle <laughs> Meek Mill is the tickler. <laughs> no, James Harden is the tickler. He's a tickler and Meek was a tickle Yes. Okay, well, any niggas that's involved <laughs> with tickle. <laughs> any nigga affiliated with the tickle. tickle <laughs> Whoever the fuck. The tickle Between whoever was the tickle and the tickler. And just, the, it, it, y'all, it don't need to happen. And no, nobody. You don't need to be affiliated with none of these See, niggas. This, this whole bad weekend started off with one tickle. One fucking tickle. If I had one tickle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my fucking goodness. Okay. Fucking tickle hard around the world, baby. <laughs> tickle gay. The tickle fuck around the world. Tickle fest 21. Yeah, these niggas was busy. James Harden, uh, Uzi, 
and Meek Mill, y'all niggas is busy. Big busy. And y'all should have been sitting y'all ass down somewhere. Number sign, sit your ass down. Sit the fuck down. Sick of these niggas. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. It, it's these fucking billionaires that y'all hanging around with. Got y'all acting weird. Okay? <laughs> Got y'all acting real unfamiliar. <laughs> sitting up there, appearing, looking like y'all ready to be on Tickle Talk and shit. Hell yeah. Elmo ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. James Harden look, walking out looking like Barney and shit with that big thick ass beard. For real, just, just, just looking vulnerable as hell. Yeah, they, <laughs> they all look vulnerable. They all just look very vulnerable. Open and yes, Open and with no shell on. Yeah, they did. But um, oh, yeah, they 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 was they acted completely up this holiday weekend. So holiday season. Hey. Hope they enjoyed that, but um, you know that was you know all kind of all fun and games or whatever. Not only were they acting up this weekend, um, people in general, you know, what I'm saying, were acting up this weekend. First of all, before we get into that, I heard of the deaths in Chicago for the Fourth of July was off the chart. Girl, they always, they always yeah. off the chart. They go crazy July weekend. I don't know what it is about July weekend. It just because it's the, it's the gunshots with the fireworks. I think, you know what I'm saying, it's a good mixture of the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't know what the hell going on. Exactly. But yes, every 4th of July, they go crazy. No different with this one. Yeah, but, um, so yeah, they went crazy for the 4th of July, unfortunately. But uh, also, about, let's say about a month ago, um, they said and blasted a person for um you know basically defacing Nipsey Hussle's mural in you know California yeah they um what was Ingle no not it wasn't in Inglewood but some people from Inglewood allegedly defaced Nipsey Hussle's mural you know what I'm saying put red shit all on it actually signed their name which didn't seem brazen to me. It seemed retarded, you know? Because when I seen that they signed their name, I was like, okay, the guy, you know, the guy, Cowboy, I think his name was. Mm -hmm. I'm like, see, he, I'm like, he's stupid. So he think the nigga that signed his name did that? No, that's gotta be a diversion. The nigga signed somebody else's name that he wanted to die. So you can go get that nigga. So yeah, you on your CSI shit. I like it. That's what that's what I that's what I because I you couldn't have signed your name. Mm-hmm. Like, I like it. Critical thinking. I like it. <laughs> you couldn't have really signed your name to that. Like I just it's you, okay. First order business. Okay, let's get the story out first. So yeah, they defaced the mural. Him and I guess it was they took pictures in front of it, you know. They had a video as well saying that they did it. Supposedly, it was more than one guy. Mm, well, the guy that was uh, in the video had people with him, like yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man, you did it, man, 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 all that shit. They took pictures and took videos, you know, what I'm saying in front of this mural and you know fucked it up, put red shit all on and everything. Um, this was about a month ago, and um, you know. Here we are a month later, and one of those people in that video is dead. Mm. And from what we have heard, allegedly, this person was on IG Live with the main person that was, you know, it's alleged that both people were in the, you know, involved in the defacing. Mm. 
But the person who he was on the IG live with the person that signed the video, you know what I'm saying, signed the signed his name on the graffiti. And you know, they was on IG live and something was said about, you know, give your location or pull up or what have you. And still on they were still on IG when they posted their location and shots rang out. And unfortunately, this person um who was involved allegedly in the the facing died on IG Live. Mm. Like mm-hmm. a terrible, you know, a, a terrible death, like a gurgling. I didn't watch it, but this is what I heard depicted because I don't watch death videos, you know. Mm-hmm. But a, a a gurgling gasping, you can see him gasping for his last breath on IG Live. Mm. So um that is extremely terrible. And um you know, one of the things that Cowboy said, which is what something I think that we got to talk about for real. I think the shit started in Chicago. I feel like y'all leave these dead motherfuckers alone. Excuse me, not dead motherfuckers. Leave these dead people alone. Mm-hmm. Like, stop smoking on the dead people, pissing on dead people, shitting on, you know what I'm saying? Stop doing that. You know what I'm saying? Let these people rest in peace, for real. They already didn't live in it. Let them rest in peace. Like, it's, it's no it's no point in, in doing that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like people have no fucking boundaries. All y'all niggas is pussy as hell, but y'all disrespect somebody that's dead. Like, uh. it's just weird ass shit. So... You know, he did that, and unfortunately, it it didn't take long for them to come back around, you know? Right. Girl. And the thing that really kind of bothers me about the whole situation, you know, with, you know, Nipsey, the way that he passed, and then just the whole retaliation thing, when does it end? Does it end when the whole gang, the whole bloodline, the whole whatever is gone like when is it ever a point to where it's like okay this is a you did this i did this are we even you know what i mean right Sim- similar to like the whole you know fbg duck and king Vaughn situation yeah. you know just back and forth back and forth now we got to look and look around or whatever and now and, both of them are dead exactly and then of course you know um dirt brother just got killed not sure mm-hmm. if that's related but it's just a ongoing Act of violence towards tat, black men. Yeah. Tip the tat, tat, back and forth, trading, trading blows or whatever, you know? Yeah. You know? And like, we would never be the type of people that want to condone death, but I really do want to ask the question and wonder why we don't put our own lives on such a high regard that we do those of other races. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. mind and we don't care as much about killing each other yeah you know and the thing is that we understand like gangs and history and you know the ramifications and we're not a part of that life so we can never 100 understand the pain that a particular group or you know affiliate or whatever have caused another group but we just don't put that same sort of energy into those people that are killing us as black people. And he just always brings up the question why, you know? Yeah. 
it's the kind of same thing that Jay-Z talks about. You know, he's talked about it in a few different songs as far as how we don't mind killing each other and we have such a low regard on lives as far as us as black people within the community. But people like George Zimmer, Zimmerman and, you know, a lot of the other cops that, cops that have shot down black men, unarmed black men at that, are still walking around just free and carefree, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's like, do you feel like, well, we're easy target and we're more likely to get away with killing a nigga because we know it's going to be kind of like on some Tupac and Biggie shit. Like, we're never going to find the killers. Mm-hmm. We still got a case that's open 20 plus years later. Right. Is it going to be that sort of situation or do y'all just not give a fuck about putting the same energy into harming the other race that's causing harm to people that are the same as you? You know? Yeah. What is it? And I think that, of course, they're not, you know what I'm saying, thinking about it like that. They're not. <clears throat> okay, so what's what's depicted on the news, which is a lot of race debates. It's always something racial, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's depicted on the news is very, very, very different from what your actual everyday life is. You know what I'm saying? The problems and shit and all that shit that you see on the news the shit that you see on the news and the problems and the crime and all that shit, the very next day, you won't deal with none of that shit. You won't see none of that shit. That's not your everyday life, mm-hmm. you know? So if people deep in the hood, they deep in that um, gang shit or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's they, that's they, I think that they think that's they immediate app. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? It is not it's got to do with proximity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not, I don't want to say, I, cause I hate the word black on black crime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's got to do with a proximity thing. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, we, we know it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We know it's, we know, you know what I'm saying? If I go out and kill if if I if if I was to harm uh, uh another race or okay white specifically if I was to harm a white person like like we harm our neighbor or our brother you know what I'm saying it's not about I'm not gonna say it's just black it's just you right there you know what I'm saying mm. this is who I have everyday dealings with this is who I have beef with you know what I'm saying if I if I you know what I'm saying go against you and harm you the the justice or the hand of the law is going to be much swifter swifter if I did it to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which adds to the whole Black Lives Matter thing because you know what I'm saying? If I kill a black person, you don't really give a fuck. It don't matter. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? But it'll be World War Three if if you did that to a white person. It'll be all on the news. It'll be a hate crime and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just thinking about in comparisons to how you handle black people that are unarmed, you know, thinking mm-hmm. about everybody who we're, you know, crazy. At, we're, I mean, that we're, you know, doing Black Lives Matter for unarmed people that are killed and shot down by the police. And then in comparison to Dylan Roof that killed multiple people mm-hmm. at one time. And y'all just brought him in with the most gentleness of care. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely it is a separate thing and a separate feeling. But I feel like we have to have a little bit more unity as far as people and just do a little bit more sweeping in front of our own front door. Yeah. You know? Because, yeah. like, when you do certain things and when you do things and you have great intentions, sometimes the disorganization and the hypocrisy 
will sometimes make us look like a joke. And I don't yeah. like that. I don't like yeah. that aspect. It's just, it's like, okay, we can do multiple things at once as far as concentrating on crime within the community as well as police brutality and police reform and everything. But there's still so much internal work to be done. Like, you yeah. know, when you think about and you speak upon healing and internal healing and wanting to do things and put healing out to the world and wanting to give advice and whatever that you want to do to kind of give a contribution for people. Mm -hmm. And they talk about doing self-healing or they talk about self-preservation or even just as simple as being on the plane in an emergency. And they say, make sure that you are okay before you try to help someone else. Mm -hmm. It kind of brings me to that, you know, us sweeping in front of our own front door and kind of looking into our community and just going like, damn, hey, there's some things that we need to work on ourselves just as a people, as as well as focusing on what else is going on out here with other races, with, you know, stereotypes, other, you know, just disenfranchised shit, just all of that. There's a lot of internal work that needs to be done, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I... F- <sighs> it's like, okay, so technically, gangs and things of that nature um, were originally started to resist the police. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I had, like you said, when you watch something, you go down a whole rabbit hole. Of things, yes. you know. So I was watching, you know, I watched a couple interviews with Nate Parker, you know, talking about the movie and things like that. So he was saying, you know, the history of the police. He like, you got to understand the history of the police before you can understand what's going on here. The, the police were created to catch slaves, you know, mm-hmm. to catch runaway slaves. It wasn't to help the community or, you know, what I'm saying, help them from bad guys. No, it was to to catch runaway slaves they yeah. were patrolling they were called the patty what do you patty something patty rollers or something like that patty rollers patrollers you know what i'm saying uh-huh. they they were rounding up slaves you know what i'm saying yeah. runaway slaves were people who were breaking the law you know what i'm saying yeah black people you know what i'm saying so now that's evolved into the police you know what i'm saying but it's yeah. still the same thing you know, just Okay, we'll keep these niggas in line. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and it's a um, I'm not gonna give it all the way, but it's something interesting that um, on that movie, American. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> American Son that I was watching. You know, it was like um, okay, so the guy that actually killed the little kid, and they made the kid look so he was so cute and fresh faced a baby faced a young looking and i like that they had did that because they made it you know what i'm saying say it don't matter how innocent you look you know it don't matter how unassuming or you know what i'm saying whatever you still a nigga and that's what you're gonna get treated like you know mm-hmm. but basically the the white cop was saying you know what i'm saying I didn't mean to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't mean to, I was, I didn't go out here trying to, my mission was not, today I'm about to kill some black nigga son. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was doing my job. This is what they trained me to do. I was doing my job. And y'all want us, y'all want us to, he was talking to people like, y'all want us to to protect y'all and protect the community. This is the cost. That's what he said. This is the cost. You're two black niggas in the car. You look suspicious in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And 
usually it's bad guys. So we got to stop you and we got to do what you got to do. And we got to treat you like criminals to make sure that everybody is safe. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. And he, that's, it was just crazy how he said it. Like, look, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and we done took that, what they think in the police training and what they them instilled into them. And it's kind of like we instilling that shit into ourselves, you know? Definitely. You know, like you, it, I've heard a lot of people say jokingly or whatever, say, oh, it be niggas when I see them coming, I cross the motherfucking street. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You normally, unless they whacked out of their fucking mind, ain't nobody gonna see a white person and be like, oh, I had to cross the street on that nigga. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it is literally self hate, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I think we got to get over that. And you know what I'm saying? We, you look in the mirror, you kind of see the ops, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, because that was taught, that's conditioning, you know what I'm saying? They, you know what I'm saying? This ain't no small time operation. It was designed this way and it's working. You yeah. Know? So, I do have another random kind of question that's similar to that. So, what do you think the mindset would be if we stop putting so much emphasis on praising men? And then I'm specifically kind of asking as far as rappers, if we stop putting such a high praise on real nigga shit and niggas really living their raps and niggas really living this gangster shit mm. and living life. So when I'm thinking about this, I'm referring to more so kind of like Bobby Smurda, uh, Pooh Shiesty. You know, Bobby Smurder, Smurder was held in such a high regard for the shit that him and GS9 did and him staying solid, not snitching, going and him and uh, Rowdy Rebel serving their time and just came out and he got all the love from all the real niggas, all the internet gangsters, all the gangster gangsters. Everybody's like, damn, we fuck with Rowdy. Damn, Rowdy free, free Rowdy, free Rowdy. And it was all of that until him and Rowdy were free. And then... Same thing kind of is the sentiment with Pooh right now. We got another young black brother spending some time in jail who's just now getting a thriving career, who's 21 fucking years old and about to go and sit down and do some time when they could be out living and thriving in the career that they've created and worked so hard to get to. And they are put on this pedestal, you know, in the comments and in the all around just, you know, persona of them. Everybody's like, damn, you really living his raps. That's real nigga shit and putting him up on a pedestal for that. Mm. Do you think, one, it would be different if they were killing white folks? Would they get that same high regard? And then, two, do you think that the diminishing of that and putting them up on a high pedestal would kind of lower so much black-on-black killing, you know? Um... I think the music got something to do. The music, they got, <laughs> they got something to do with it for sure. Like um, I've always thought that this is something that was talked about in the movie in, in, in American Skin too. Okay, but I always thought that. You know what I'm saying? This is one of my one of my proud moments in life is that when I got pregnant with my son, I stopped listening to rap music. You know what I'm saying? For the whole time that I was pregnant, and probably like a little bit after, I probably listened to I could count on one hand how many rap songs. That I listen to, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just like, it is 
violent bitch get over here i'm gonna fuck the shit out of you you know what i'm saying all my niggas do this and yeah. i got three bitches on my dick right now you know what i'm saying i'm like mm-hmm. i just don't want that type of energy yeah starting you know off your, your, yeah. your son with just that sort of intel and energy yeah so you know what i'm saying but the music is my shit you know what i'm saying i i listen to it i like it you know what i'm saying but it is fucked up because it's a cycle. It, it's a fucked up cycle. You know what I'm saying? Not only do... If only niggas bought music, these artists wouldn't be successful. You know what I'm saying? It's white people buying the shit too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They buy more than, more than we do. They spend their money on it more than we do. Mm-hmm. You know? So... But it's like a like a fantasy type of thing to them. You know what I'm saying? Shit, and for me too, my nine to five working ass ain't never bust no no shots. You know what I'm saying? So my ass be sitting in the fucking car or in the house or whatever like that, bitch. Ah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Just talking, this, I'm talking mad shit. <laughs> exactly, true. But they version of it, they might not even know anybody that know anybody that bust shots. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know somebody that. Yeah. Allegedly, you know somebody that knows 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 somebody that somebody that knows 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 somebody that somebody that knows 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 us, uh, b- the black people, you know what I'm saying, the people who drive the culture, we kind of don't like fake shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, we like to listen to this music where they talking about, you know what I'm saying, shooting and, you know what I'm saying, doing this and fucking this and, you know what I'm saying, doing all this shit. Even though we don't really like, we don't technically want somebody to get shot, you know what I'm right. saying? We don't want nobody to hurt, be hurt or die just to listen to good music, you know what, right. what I'm saying? But if a rapper is saying that shit and they seem fugazi, they seem like they faking, you know what I'm saying? They seem like they not real, then we'll feel like they not authentic and we won't mm-hmm. want to listen to that shit. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to hear a nigga talking about busting his gun and he's not really doing it. You know, mm-hmm. that's really one of the, once you figure out that you're not really about that, you kind of lose some of your, a lot of your credibility right. and you, 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 you'll lose some fans. Right. Like you, we don't want to listen to no shit that just seem like, Inauthentic. It's not like singing where you can, you know what I'm saying, sing somebody's song that they wrote the words for you. You know what right. I'm saying? We don't like when a nigga is rapping somebody else's words. We want this to be really coming from you. Right. And if what these niggas were saying was really coming from them, everybody around them would be dead. Right. You know what I'm saying? So why is it such an emphasis on that part being highlighted? You know, because there's different things that you can talk about as far as being black, growing up in hood, being in the struggle. You know, you can discuss how you came up, how you persevered, what uh, living conditions was like, and, you know, just doing other shit that's not even necessarily legal. You know what I mean? Why is the killing so put up there on such a high regard and just like, oh, you're the ultimate gangster. You kick niggas up. Like, why the just non-regard for life? And it's just like, when you're 
listening to the shit and you're wanting to hear it and you wanting to hear how real it is and how authentic it is. It's just never really a big concern that someone paid the ultimate price. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do you think that is? I mean, it's just unfortunately. And, and do you think it would be the same if it was all white people that they were discussing? Do you think it had the same impact if it was all, yeah, I'm shooting up, bang, bang, but I only kill white cops. I only kill white people in my neighborhood that did X, Y, and Z. I only go to the white neighborhoods and be raising hell and shooting niggas up and shooting white folks up and whiteies up. Boom, 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 boom. You know? Boom, 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 boom. You know? Do you think it would have the same impact if it's, it's, it's not, not niggas? It's not going to have the same impact because the state or government, whatever, is not going to let that shit be broadcast. When they try to broadcast that, i.e. fuck the police, they shut that shit. They try to shut that shit the fuck down. You know? Yeah. But <clears throat> it's, it's not just it's not just black people. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers is just violent, period. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. Video games and movies, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a bunch of yeah. white-ass movies that's violent as fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just our version of, um, you know what I'm saying, violence that really sells and that we distribute to the masses is music. And music is a very powerful form of media. You right. know? I think it might be more powerful than movies. You know what I'm saying? And things like that. But... White people have some fucked up ass movies and course, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. shit too, where they depict violence and shit. And just like music, it's not real. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's not real, but it's it's this is what sells. This is what people catches people's attention. You mm-hmm. know, and that's what it is. I just is music is just such a powerful form of media. And then it was designed this way. You know what I'm saying? This is just going by whatever the they they designed it to be. Is this is it's just played out like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to perpetuate a bad image. You know what I'm saying? For all the little kids to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, we gonna have these rappers. <laughs> and yeah, here, advertise this liquor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, had these had have put all the guns in the video. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. though everybody we see, all the kids that we see on the street with toy guns, we gonna kill them. But yeah, advertise, show them, show them guns, show them liquor, show them bitches, show them, show them all that. So then they gonna want the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They don't want the same thing. And then, you know, by you know, so we can get catch those niggas going to jail and you know what I'm saying, yeah. doing all the shit that you showing them that we telling you to show them to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they they pushing that shit. I'm sure it's is shit at the record. Okay, we need one of those, we need one of those hood ass hits, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, we we did we like that um, you know, that that black lives, that one black lives matter song you made. Mm-hmm. That was good, but we, we need like some ass shaking. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. sure it's like that because that's what sales. Of you know? course, yeah. And I think for me, it's never been a question as far as white people doing the same fucked up ass shit, if not worse. I think my biggest issue, especially with like black men and black men with up and coming careers that's going to get them out of that life is putting it in raps and essentially self-snitching on themselves. Because as much as white shit white motherfuckers be doing... They don't be putting shit out there for themselves to get fucking arrested based on some shit they just put out. You know what I'm saying? If they get caught, if they get caught, if they get caught, it's some shit that's going on that they've been investigated and motherfuckers have been on their ass and been watching them and they happen to just slip on some damn, y'all, y'all caught me lacking type shit. As far as, you know, and then again, I'm going to use Pooh Shiesty as well as Bobby Schmurter's case. Them niggas got fucked over on shit that they was posting currently. You know what I'm saying? So why is it not just, okay, 
I did this. This is my old life. Let me rap about what the fuck I did so that it don't meet the statute of limitations. It's some shit that y'all didn't catch me on or some shit that I already did my time on. Why the regard and why the current self snitching and putting, you know, guns and shit that they used in your case to fuck you over and raps and lyrics that they used in your case to fuck you over as if the feds ain't on Instagram, the feds ain't on Twitter, the feds ain't on Snapchat, the feds ain't on TikTok, you know what I'm saying? Like, what would be the thing with us doing that and setting ourselves up and giving them help in fucking us over when we know they already trying to fuck us over off rip, you know? Because first of all, most of these niggas is young as fuck. Uh, the average artist that come out is about 20, 21, you know what I'm saying? Maybe 22. So... They would have had to do shit when they was like 14. Talk about we don't we don't want to hear shit that a 14-year-old did. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nothing that you're gonna you're not gonna have shit to talk about rap related according to the culture that people are gonna give a fuck about as a 21-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Like you wasn't doing all this, you wasn't doing all of this shit that you say you was. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't doing all this crazy shit at 14. You weren't. You know what I'm saying? Because if you were, you'd probably be in jail. You know what I'm saying? Or if you were, it's an anomaly. It's probably a one out of whatever hundred and something rappers that actually will get on and was really doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you don't want to hear that shit for 14, where the statute of limitations would, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where they'd be like, all right, I could talk about this now. You know what I'm saying? And just that young... Y'all probably not really doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? But if you are, I've got to show y'all that I'm really about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, these all of these niggas, these, these nine niggas over here, they all pretending. But I got to show y'all that I'm really about this shit. So y'all know that I'm real. Yeah. And I mean, it's, the, it's just a fucked up cycle. It, it's a cycle. You know what I'm saying? I got to do this. I got to do this because I got to, you know what I'm saying? Just like any motherfucker in the, not even I was going to say in the hood, but Niggas that you know that you have been in close proximity with, that you have come in everyday contact with, you know what I'm saying? If a nigga, you know what I'm saying? If a nigga get a shoe stepped on, it's just, I can't back down. Mm-hmm. I can't back down. And it might not be per se real nigga status or trying to do what a real nigga do, but it's kind of like I've learned that this is how you survive. You know what I'm saying? You can't show weakness. I can't show weakness. I have to, you know, I got to go all the way. You know what I'm saying? I got to go all the way because if I don't go all the way, this nigga might go all the way. And then I'm going to be dead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you 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 fight or flight, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's then, fucked up, but, you know, that's what it's become, come to be. Yeah. And and definitely for sure. But, and, and I guess, I guess just for me, it's just putting specific shit in the reps, like I got the gun, I did this, this, that, and whatever, or a bitch caught a body about a week ago type shit, and putting and pinpointing timestamps and places and shit like that. The shit that you will do or that you may have done in the past or that this, this, that, and whatever, it just be the self snitching for Cause me. Because I, I have to show you that it's real. I need, okay, so I got a gang of about 30 niggas. So I want all my niggas when they hear this song to remember that one thing that I'm talking about. I think only these 30 niggas is going to know about it because we was all together. You know what I'm saying? But when these niggas listen to this song, they're going to know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? They take that shit for granted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you made it for these few 30 niggas now, but you're broadcasting it to everybody. Right. But if only the 30 niggas know what's going on, why do it need to be put out to the world on some 
current type shit. Like the niggas, the 30 niggas that did the crime with you know what's going on. But to the rest of the masses, they don't know shit. You can sell the masses whatever dream you want. You can be whoever the fuck you want to be online in your reps or whatever. It could be some 100% made up shit. But I'm talking about as far as putting actual truth in your shit that the police can link back to you. Like, oh shit, Mitch. Damn, we just was fucking investigate Mitch. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to make this shit real. I'm using quotes here real and authentic as possible when you make when you make music especially the artists that start off though. but people that start off people that just start off making music like bobby smart he just kind of popped out of nowhere you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they're not making music for the masses they making music for niggas in their city and their friends and they people you know what i'm saying so when i make this music i want to talk about shit so you know when i talk you know what the fuck i'm talking about you know exactly what i'm talking about you remember that mm-hmm. nigga popped up missing three days ago remember we did that you know what i'm saying and nobody else gonna know but us you know what i'm saying but then when the shit catch on and everybody listening to it, and police is investigating it, you know what I'm saying, then it becomes a whole nother thing, you know what I'm saying, but niggas be making music when they first start for they homies and shit, you know what I'm saying, nigga, I just want you to listen to this and be like, oh, yeah, we did do that shit, you know what I'm saying, and that's the song that you want to be put out as your first single, the evidence. And it might not be, and he might have that. I think that song kind of just caught on, you know, Bobby Schmurt and Bobby Schmurter case. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that song just kind of caught on, and I, I that sounded like a song for his niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because that's look, when the artist is first trying to get out, they're not thinking about, okay, what the world gonna like. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, shit, these the niggas that's around me, these are the niggas that be listening to it. I'm going to make what they want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I think he just kind of popped, you know? Mm-hmm. Pooh Shiesty. That nigga was trying to be who he said that he was, I feel like. You know? Because yeah. you shouldn't even be doing shit like that at the height that you are. Right. You shouldn't be... You shouldn't... There's people for that. Exactly. Like, you don't even have the any reason to really be touching a gun at this point. You know what right. I'm saying? But you already signed. You with 1017. You with Gucci Man and shit. Like, that part should have been behind you. And that just be the thing for me, like, the self-telling shit. Like, like I get it. You know, you make your hood shit or whatever like that for your niggas, but the thing of it is, radio shit and shit that's gonna pop or whatever, I just feel like all of that shit should be separate. And most of the time, as far as like, for radio play, it is. Like, think about the niggas that get put on or whatever and they get that one crossover pop hit or whatever the fuck record that's just crossing over and it's just gonna be that smash it don't usually unless some like shit happen like a tiktok dance or some shit like that is made for it or whatever and it just happened to blow it normally that ain't really for that that street shit ain't really for that you normally make some shit that's going to be for that and for radio you know how these record labels tell you like oh they, they tell you like oh you know, yeah, we signed to whatever like that. Make some shit for radio. It'd be that sort of thing, you know? But so why shit, would you ever put that out or put yourself in that situation? Yeah. Well, okay, so Bobby Schmurter is a different thing. But Pooh Shiesty, that I just think that you don't you don't think about that. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't think about 
if somebody find out that this shit is really true. You know what I'm saying? You think you're probably talking to so many codes that nobody ever will decipher this shit. You know what I'm saying? Just because, but it's really people there to decipher that shit. Well, you know see, what I'm well the thing about the thing about Pushasti is that his shit fucked him over because of shit that he really did in real life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That but, he did dead. Uh-huh. But <clears throat> Like that he just recently did, not right. even in the past. So shit, he recently did. You know, that's what that's what kind of fucked him over too. You know, and that just be another thing. Like you on the live your raps and everything like that. As far as past tense, we get it. Past tense, past tense. But you want to keep continuing to live your raps and live that life like you're not on your way to superstar status. That'd be like fucking Chief Keith. Going back to Chicago with warrants, niggas wanting to kill him, X, Y, and Z, and just being hood chill. You know what I'm saying? But it's two sides to that. It's kind of, it's almost like, I mean, depending on the person, the way they're looking at it is damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know what I'm saying? If I if I keep doing this gangster shit, you know what I'm saying, living, quote unquote, living my raps and doing all this, probably go to jail soon or something. If something's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But if I don't. And I keep talking to gangster shit in my raps. I done got all my, I done hired all my niggas from the hood around me to, you know what I'm saying, to be around me and get money and all that shit. And now a situation arises. And now I got to be put to the test of, you know what I'm saying, do I prove that I'm this gangster or do I step back? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I am Pusha I see I am the thug, but I still don't want these niggas to think I'm soft. You know what I'm saying? I still want them to... You know what I'm saying? Think that I'm about that life. You know what I'm saying? And that'd be the crazy part too, because in certain situations, like say XX Tentacion, and that particular situation, niggas be looking at you like, damn, why you ain't bust your guns? But then when you actually fuck around and die, first thing they ask was, damn, where the fuck was that nigga homies? Where the fuck was that nigga security? Or where was this? Where was that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, where do you land in the real nigga in? successful rap star nigga spectrum what's the happy medium what's the middle ground i don't think it is a such thing especially in in the music industry as a real nigga you know what i'm saying like because you you can't you don't know what a real nigga is in in this shit you know what i'm saying it's all music it's all for entertainment it's no such thing as as a real nigga in music you know what i'm saying well I, well when we saying real nigga that's just the general name that they've called him or whatever that ain't really the actual what we call in the definitive you know definition of quote-unquote real nigga it's just that's what they be saying oh he's he a real nigga this is a real nigga. you know what i'm saying yeah but i'm talking about in music it ain't no it's not no real niggas that's like saying yeah denzel washington is a real nigga because of training day no it's entertainment right <laughs> Is it no? That's not really who he is. This is entertainment. Mm-hmm. He's rappers and shit. This is entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Like if y'all, if these people were really doing the shit that they talked about, they'd all be in jail. It's entertainment. It's not real. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you can't base them being a real nigga off of the shit that they saying. All right. Unless- and I guess that's probably kind of my point too. Just talking about and reminiscing about the past or oh shit as opposed to doing shit and then two weeks later putting it in the you know what i'm saying i guess that's where i just fall in the spectrum of it that's self-snitching shit the music industry is driven by young people you know what i'm saying when artists come out they're not 30 they're not 35 they're 20 you know what i'm saying so if you it's nothing old for you to talk about at 20 you know what i'm saying okay i guess maybe i miss i'm saying it wrong or whatever maybe not old but like shit that you will do kind of like how the way little dirt rap 
know what I'm saying? Like, I do this, this, that, and whatever, or this, this, that, and whatever. I got guns, I got whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, the shit that Lil Durk do. That's still not smart, because now they they use that shit. They can use your music against you. I mean, that's no. all of them, though. That's everybody in the whole music industry that's on this hood nigga rap, trap nigga shit. That's, that's, that's everybody. That's always going to be the 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 caveat to the whole shit that's going to be the whole thing but just putting shit that's involved in open case is what i'm talking about you know what i'm saying or some shit that's already being investigated or some shit that you know you did and the body's still cold and you put it in the fucking you know what i'm saying because it's because it's more authentic that way if i if and i really talk is. about some shit that i really did it's authentic and you know what i'm saying of course, and the yeah. niggas knows that you know what i'm saying because you the way okay the way the music industry goes the shit the shit go the Music goes out in waves. You know what I'm saying? It hit the people in your city first. That's why they say you want to be a popping rapper, you want to get on, get hot in your city. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The shit shoot through your city first. You know what I'm saying? And it's hotter in your city because all the little references and shit that like that that you got and that you saying in the song, people know it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then they go out to the masses and the public and the big masses. They don't. They far removed from the shit that you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if I want to get on in my city, like the new rappers i'm gonna talk about some shit that people can relate to you know what i'm saying music is a lot more um it feels a lot more close to the heart and close to the home when there's something in there you can be like i know exactly what that is you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or i know the nigga that he talking about you know what i'm saying right so you it's that authenticity thing and it's fucked up it's not right it's it's stupid you know what i'm saying because this this thing of tr- trying to be as authentic as possible is getting y'all niggas locked, locked up. up and killed and all types of shit. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, when you detect fraudulent shit, you don't support it. You know what I'm saying? Any rapper that you think is fake as fuck, you're not gonna, you're not gonna want to support them. You know what I'm saying? Like you probably will su- support Lil Babe, Lil Dirk over Bow Wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or Young Dolph over. I don't know, one of those Bow Wow-esque people. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just because it just seemed, you know what I'm saying? More realer. It's just the it's a, just a fucked up cycle that we in. We yeah. don't we don't want to hear we don't just want to hear play play shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it is it's fucked up. It's no way to it's it's no way to pull up the fucked upness out of it. You know, it's it's just terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, and kind of just on the dumb side too, you know. Yeah, but because the thing is that it's not like it, there's no every other gangster rapper that never got indicted or fucked over or over some shit that then happened or they self snitched on themselves. They didn't still made it and been successful without doing that to themselves. So there is a way to do it. You know what I'm saying? As young, old, in between, or whatever. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You don't say real names. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you. you you, you do hypothetical shit, shit up. Yeah. There's a way to do that shit. It's just sometimes you get to a point where you're trying to be quote unquote too real. And the irony of it is you're trying to be quote unquote to so real to motherfuckers that ain't even been nowhere near the shit that you even talking about. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything about what you're saying. They ain't never even touched a gun, let alone shot a nigga. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying, as far as that regard, take into consideration the shit that you're saying, what you're risking, and what it's really worth. That just be my whole thing. If you want to keep up the facade and if you're really about that life, okay, cool. But there are ways to not incriminate yourself. Niggas been doing it for years, you know? So it's like y'all niggas come out and, again, like you said, they're young as hell or whatever. They ain't really knowing and they ain't done much that's worth, that's really rap worthy. But the shit that you have done don't 
fuck yourself over for a couple of 15 seconds of realness that's going to fuck you up and cost you your whole life. Yeah, It's, it's just basically it's all up. I'm saying. You know? No, it's fucked up. It's but, ways to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, it is, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas if I, ain't gonna know. if I fabricate some shit, you know and, what but, I'm saying? And if you act good enough, niggas, but niggas it are sound, never it them. sounds so much better when I say some. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It just sounds so much better if I say a name that you recognize. You know what I'm saying? Or if I, if I, if if it's a few niggas that can validate this shit really did happen. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. It's it, you know what I'm saying? But I'm that's the thought. You know what I'm saying? You make music because you want people to relate to it, you know? And it's fucked up, but the 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 realer it is, the the more people that can validate it, it the more realer that I am. That sounds crazy to me. And the only reason why I sound crazy is to me is because the only way that it'll be validated, it ain't by no other credible niggas, it'll be niggas that be claiming that they know you that ain't really got no fucking real name, or you going to jail for real. Going to jail for real will be the only way to validate you for real. No random ass niggas Pookie and Ray Ray in there from the corner saying that you really did that shit ain't gonna mean shit to the masses. That means shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so not saying to like, the masses, but like, not, you know what I'm saying? To the nigga that you're trying to get that shit out to, that, that shit ain't gonna mean nothing to them. I don't think they making music for the masses. No, no, I'm either. saying like, I'm, I'm just saying, you're saying like, these niggas that you know you getting credible to niggas that, that know you really did their shit, you know what I'm saying? Like you saying it like that as far as nigga, a couple of niggas knowing that that shit is true because it's sending raps and you to put it in there and shit. So niggas that you putting that music out to into the platform that you're trying to get to, them little couple of niggas that's on the corner that whether they say that shit is true or not, they not gonna mean shit to the greater platform that you're putting the music out to and who you're trying to appeal to. And the level that you're trying to get, but what you don't I'm start saying. out that way. You know what I mean? You don't I'm, start I'm, I'm out that about, way. I'm talking about like a, like a pushy, like a Bobby Schmurder. We ain't talking about no niggas that ain't off the ground yet. We ain't talking about no niggas that still rapping locally. Y'all can say whatever. We talking about once you start to cross over and you putting that shit out there, and you know what I'm saying? That show single, that show hit, that show whatever that's about to be put out there. Like you want it to resonate. You want a couple of niggas to be able to say, yeah, that shit really happened or whatever. Niggas ain't really about to pay no attention to that. The mass majority that's going to get you to that level. A couple of niggas from your hood ain't going to mean shit to where you trying to get. You know what I'm saying? That's able to validate that shit. You're going to be a couple of niggas on YouTube. You might get an interview on Vlad. That'll be the end of that. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's kind of like, is it really worth it at the end of the day? Hell no, it's not. You know? It's absolutely not. No, it's, it's not. You're going to fuck yourself up trying to portray something that you should not be portraying. You know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? But it's... That's the only way the niggas, the, mass, the masses will be able to validate that shit is if you really get fucked over or go to jail on some Bobby Schmoder, Pooh Seisty type shit. That, that's how you get validated. And I think but, that shit is dumb as shit. You know, you, that you, shit is dumb. That's, no, that's not how people validate. People validate people where they be like, all right, it seemed real. It seemed real. You know what I'm saying? I mean, as far as like the 100% concrete proof. You know what I'm saying? If you say some shit, it and the thing is that these fake ass, no a lot of these fake ass niggas, you would be surprised how many of these fucking rappers ain't really living their raps and then got off and then got careers mm, and then got not off. Not surprised. Not surprised yeah. at all. They, they <laughs> get surprised. off and they've been living lives that they ain't really lived and then got off and then made thriving ass careers. I'm just saying as far as the concrete proof of Bobby Schmurder and Pooh situation, which ends up with both of them fucked over. Exactly. It can't you know be saying? it can't be concrete proof. It can't ever be concrete that, that, proof. I'm saying that's the concrete proof for the masses. You know what I'm saying? If it is concrete proof though, your niggas is going to jail. You right. know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Them too. So I eat Bobby Schmurder situation, him going to jail and doing his years, and Pooh again, another one. You know what I'm saying? That's 
the 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 validation for niggas like oh shit the nigga really the, 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 but, you know what I'm the validation thing though is not really it's not a actual you don't need proof you know what I'm saying for a nigga to feel validated it this with this shit is just do I feel that they're authentic you know what I'm saying and that's the th- so that's going back to my original point why y'all niggas self snitching you know what I'm saying if you can get that shit off and you can be believable like a lot of these niggas that ain't never did shit that they put in their raps there's a lot of these niggas out here why y'all telling on yourselves and putting shit that can be used against y'all you know what I'm saying you it, okay so I heard this I heard this before and I believe this is true rappers are not as cool as you as we want to think that they are you know what I'm saying like the nigga that the nigga in school that you you know what I'm saying? Sing or that you fucked with that was a rapper. He was a weirdo. You know what I'm saying? You, you didn't <laughs> on some real shit with a nigga that was really into rap and that was really going somewhere. They not a popping ass person. They not a you know what I'm saying a people person. Nine times out of ten, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Kind of like probably like what little baby was. Like little baby, see, like he might have been kind of like socially awkward. Yeah, autistic. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I did not say that. <laughs> I said see. <laughs> But um, even Sada Baby, Sada Baby, you know what I'm saying? He, I feel like, well, to me, he's a popping ass rapper. He don't seem like a person that was holding it down in these streets. You know what I'm saying? He seemed like a poetic person that has an art to him. You know what I'm saying? To be a real artist and rapper to actually get somewhere, you have to have some type of structure or some type of, you know what I'm saying? Rap period. That shit is not easy. You got to put dedication and hard ass work to it for us to even know who the fuck you are. Right. You know? So people, the people who are able to put that hard ass work and dedication in and really going to be like, no, I'm really going to sit down and do this shit and spend my money on this shit and go and write these songs and do this shit every day, even though ain't shit popping for years, but I'm still going to keep trying to do this shit. These are not the people that be out shooting people and shit. You know what I'm saying? They not, you're not going to, you normally you're not shooting people and being out reckless and selling drugs and shit and still pinning a rap career mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. just not how it goes you know what i'm saying either you normally you know what i'm saying it might be an anomaly out there you know what i'm saying a few yeah. of them but normally either you into being rap because you have to they they try to make it look like it's just easy to be a rapper write a song and write a catchy beat and you know what i'm saying it's not like that you gotta Anything that you want to be successful in, you got to put hard ass work into that right. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not a lot of niggas that's gonna go hard as fuck in the streets and then hard as fuck in the studio. Mm-hmm. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. two different mindsets, two different hustles. A l- most of the time, you know. Yeah. So I do pose a question with you know industry shit. We all know that the industry, for the most part, is fake as fuck. Are there some rappers that are just too quote unquote real for the industry? Yeah, I think it's a few. And I think they those people might not have been And not even just on the like the killer killer bang bang aspect. I just mean as far as their raps, the way they talk, the way that they speak, the things that they discuss, it, the how prolific and how they are with words, their knowledge, just are there rappers that are just too real for the actual industry quote unquote you know okay so the first two people that i thought of first of all they they related and they from the same place that not prolific i wouldn't say but i feel like waka flocka flame mm-hmm. 
and OJ the Juice Man. Okay. Those people that was too, they was popping at one time because Gucci Mane was popping and they kind of like fizzled. Well, uh, Waka Flocka Flame's still doing a little EDM and all that shit. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, they kind of fizzled out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I feel like they was like, they was too real for the shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't about to pretend to do this shit. Or I ain't about to really talk about, uh, you know what I'm saying? The rap is not my thing. I'm just about to get this money real quick. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, but when you say prolific, I feel like you, I, when you say prolific, I feel like people who, but see, I was thinking about like currency and like that's underground what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking and like underground record rappers and shit like that. But I meant like too real for the industry as far as like the shit that they talk about, the subjects that they talking about. It was it, you know we can include, oh yeah, it's a lot of them. We can include kill em, bang bang type niggas or whatever like that. But I'm just saying like sometimes people will attest some successful niggas as to not having a crossover single, not having the personality, not having the stage presence, not having the lyrics, not having the beats, not having the persona. They'll they'll accredit it to that, but is it not all of those things? It's just these people are too real for the industry, you know? Yeah, and I, it's I've a bunch my, of them. Yeah, I've it's asked myself that question so many times, especially like discovering and listening and dissecting lyrics from underground artists and people that I've come to learn and know more about. As time went on, you know, mm -hmm. and it's including shooting up bang bang niggas too, bah, bah, pew, pew, pew. Mm -hmm. you know, it's including them as well. But are there just niggas too real for the industry? Absolutely, you know, absolutely, because they'll give any reason in the world. And when I say they, I mean like the mass media, commenters, influencers, whatever, whoever, music, you know, kind of sewers, media outlets, they'll give any other reason in the world as to why a certain rapper won't pop. Or why a certain rapper is just not at that level, mm -hmm. other than saying nigga, they just too real for the industry. Because mm -hmm. a lot of niggas don't even really want that notoriety. They just want to rap because rap is their passion, yeah. put out good music, and appease their fans. Right. Their mm -hmm. core fan base. Mm -hmm. And not I fucking love that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, and again, we including shit up, man, man, niggas too, but you just talking about all around just too real for the industry. It's definitely, it's definitely a lot of those. And I agree. Out of there. And a lot of them we don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? Because... Facts. Oh my goodness, man. My fucking underground music kick be just kicking. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's just so many fucking people out here that just do not have the proper platform and push that they deserve. But I'm not mad at that because if I get an artist and I discover them, I feel like they belong to me, one. Mm -hmm. And then two, it's just kind of like you put this shit out, they're not going to feel you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the very, 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 very first time I felt like that was with Kendrick Lamar. Mm. When I discovered Kendrick Lamar, I felt like he belonged to me. You mm. know what I'm saying? He belonged to me. I didn't even, like, really, I, I only discussed him with people that knew about him already. I ain't putting nobody, like, listen to this, listen to this. No. He ain't even going to fit into none of this shit. So I'm just going to fuck with him, enjoy him, and put him on this. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the first rappers I, I felt like that with. You know what I'm saying? And this is like, you know what I'm saying? Just I know this is the first person I think of. It may have been somebody else too, but that is the first person I can think of like that. But he found a way to kind of do that and just kind of, you know, put himself out there in a different way, but still not be just super out there. You right. know? Mm-hmm. 
So. I, feel, I feel like at one point, Joe Button was too real for the industry. You know what I'm saying? I can see that. Yeah, because he, not that he was too real, shoot him up, but he was just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want to do all that poppy ass Exactly, and this shit. is my way. I have yeah. a message and I have something that I want to say and how I want it to be distributed, and it ain't that, what y'all mm, trying to do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And y'all giving me creative control, but y'all trying to control my creative. You know right. what I'm saying? How the fuck that work? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trust me, I hundred percent get it. So yeah, so yeah, I, I just I just wanted to present that question because I felt that way. Like this person, and when I first realized it, I wasn't calling it too real for the industry. I was just calling it don't fit into the industry. I was like, this person don't fit into the industry. This person not the type of person that needs to be just heard by everybody because everybody's not going to be able to feel and understand where they're coming from and catch what they're trying to say and the message that they're trying to convey you know mm-hmm. i feel that way about a lot of artists mm-hmm. you know yeah but yeah yeah definitely i just want all of our black men to be careful you know when i first heard the pool shiesty story it kind of just broke my heart because he's so fucking young mm-hmm. and he just was kind of on his way to just really becoming, you know, just up there on superstar status, right. you know? Gucci gave you his ad lib. For real. Just kind of, it just be disappointing to see a lot of artists before they can really touch that level, yeah. either being thrown in jail or dying. Yeah. That shit is just really depressing, yeah. you know? Uh, I.e. Um, NBA Youngboy. Man. A.K.A. I call him the angry man. Girl. <laughs> he just seems so angry. Ayana, get up! Just <laughs> angry about every everything. And did I tell you? I don't know if I said it on here. I found out why he got them fucking horns on his head. Oh, uh, he had one of them brackets, metal brackets on his head where they've had the screws right here and shit, and the little metal things coming down and it's connected to your neck and shit. Oh, some Hannibal Lecter type shit. Yeah, <laughs> he had that shit when he was little because he like broke his neck wrestling or some shit. Oh, mm-hmm. so that's why he got them little dents in his head. Okay, so they're not technically horns, but they are close enough. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, but yeah, you know. But um, why did I say that, girl? Like young boy. I don't know. Oh. There's a little snapple fact mm-hmm. out there. Like I said, because he was really, you know, what I'm saying he just seems really angry. Um, oh, and we was talking about just them going to jail and not, you know, what I'm saying not. Getting do, you know what I'm saying? Much of what they came, what they could what they came Yeah, what they could have done. Mm-hmm. Like, so okay. I'm, let me just bring this up a bit. What the fuck happened to Kevin Gates? Like, he be doing. What happened to him? Like, first you went to, you went to, being a the Islamic Muslim, it seemed like, and then you know what I'm saying. Don't touch me. Keep your bad energy off me. And now you're Native American. With the feathers, <sighs> that's not feathers. Like, I, yeah, I don't know what his uh angle is. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what his angle is, but he has been kind of all over the place with what he got going on. But and sometimes you get so much information at one time, you be like, oh, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, and you know what I'm saying? Right. You gotta smooth that out and refine it. But he just looking all over the place. You got a texturizer, you got a perm. Yeah, and he he got some mental things going on as far as like childhood traumas and abuse and. You know, shit like that going mm-hmm. on. So I think that plays a large part as far as his all over the placeness, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I kind of just think like I don't know where is he at musically is what I'm trying to I think 
kind of assess, you know? It's like he doing shit, but it's like he ain't doing shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He ain't as hot as he was at first, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's not where we kind of thought that he was kind of start to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same thing with like Trinidad James and people like that. I don't right? think shit about Trinidad James. I just kind of thought he was going to pull out like you more did? little poppy. Yeah, a little weird shit. Weird niggas like that, if you can like put out like constant hits and shit like that, okay. I kind of thought he was going to have a couple mm-hmm. more hits before he just, mm-hmm. you know. I knew that nigga was a one hit one. Once I heard that, once I heard that, nigga, 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 I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. This only going to get off one time. <laughs> like... Yeah, I thought I thought he had a couple more in him. I didn't think he I was gonna have that. like a ten year run or nothing like that. But you thought he would have one more follow, I thought follow he had, up. That I thought least. he'd have maybe one or two, or maybe one in the future. You know what I mean? One of the possible. Yeah, he, you know, he had one of the possible. <laughs> I did not think that he would just like that on some Kurt Cobain type. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I don't know, Kurt Cobain. Kirk Bang. Oh, that that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stupid. <laughs> the rapper. Rap. Right. The rapper. The rapper. The rapper. Kirk Cobain. But yeah. Big ear girl. This music industry is crazy. I just think if hopefully we can, you know, hopefully it cycle out and we can refine it more to make it a little more positive. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm really sick of having to listen to all old love songs. Like, can I get a new love song? Like, please, a, a decent one without saying I'm a fuck you and your friend, or we gonna get drunk as fuck and and smoke weed and you know, like, can I hear some begging? I love to beg. Let me hear some begging or you know something. Listen, hold on, wait, 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 because I, I I have a, a take on that. Let's hear. So the days of that Drew Hill, Joe to see the baby and begging, baby and begging, begging, begging. That, that shit is over. Oh, so the closest thing that you're going to get to that, you best to be starting to try and listen to some. Some bitches that's talking that shit. You know what I'm saying? Some Snow Allegra's, mm-hmm. some shit like that. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Baby Rose, some you know shit like that. You, you're gonna have to start listening to that because all of that begging from niggas definitely ain't happening. You, you're not about to get that from none of these from Giveon. Actually, Giveon has some pretty decent love songs mm-hmm. as well as Roy Woods. Uh, you know, Sampa. We got some dope nigga artists, but it's not going to be that baby. That 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 biggie. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to be that. And it's I never right. make a promise that I can't keep, or I love you. It's not about to be that. Yeah, nah. It's been an hour since you've been gone. Yeah, nah. And that's too long. You'll get close. You'll get close to that. You'll definitely get close to that. What? What? So I wanna fuck you. No, no. So like, fuck with like Giveon, Sample, like them niggas. Like you, you can get that. But like, as far as that R and B, that that restore the feeling type shit version, R R and B version, restore the feeling type. Nah. Not, just not that. Boo. Just not that. Just Boo. not that at all. Bitch, you better go listen to some more Ray or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. You're I'm, not getting that. I'm, I'm trying to get into that Give Me On shit, but that one song is just so sad. <laughs> oh! Yes! Come on, listen. I'll be in my feelings. I'll be in my R&B bag. Give me all of that shit, okay? 
Give me all that shit. For real. Like a dirt bitch. Oh, I fuck with all that. But I guess we just don't get these sad ass niggas. I guess that one song um is kind of like that, that your mind still. Oh, Young Blue? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. his name? Yeah. They thugged out at Young Blue. See, that's what I'm saying. That's the closest you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. These niggas that's teetering on the edge of thuggery. Right, exactly. Thuggery. <laughs> School thuggery. Yeah, yeah. School thuggery. For real. R&B thuggery. For real. You're going to get that. Because I know you're getting bored. Yeah, see, no. Bitch, bitch, you're mine still. Okay? All right. They say time heals, bitch. You had all the time you can get. You're mine. Still, that's it. Yeah. That's all. I, I, I can't get with that. Just, just to go listen to some Joe Stier songs. It's just the. Uh, I think I think it might be Chris Brown and Trey songs for it. Why you say that? Cause they just so the they singing is just so rappy, you know. Mm. And so sometimes sometimes Trey songs will pull out a we're meant to be together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he done he done been in his time when he was. When he, you know, just bitch, open your mouth, suck, pour this liquor in it. And, you know, Chris mm-hmm. Brown is always. I love you, Chris Brown. And... Listen. Okay, because listen, I've been thinking about you a lot, Chris Brown. And I just really want to send prayers up. And I want to put this on wax. Because, like, nigga, you pretty much was our childhood, nigga. Like, I feel like I grew up with Chris Brown. Me and Chris Brown grew up together. Right. He was, he, 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 you know what I'm saying? He was born the same time as us, bitch. Chris Brown. The fucking subtitle album, nigga. We was bumping that shit till no end. I bumped that fucking album till the wheels fell off, bitch. And I've been following Chris Brown forever. Like, I hope Chris Brown is okay. Him and Wale. Because, like, I heard Wale wasn't doing too good either. Like, Wale having issues as well. With drugs? Mm-mm, mm-mm, no, no. He's Depression. just, he's sick or something like that. I don't oh, know what's okay. going on with him, but... Yes, like, no. Y'all can't be doing all that shit. Don't be doing all that health scare shit. We don't like that. But... Chris Brown, just calm down on them drugs. Just oh. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> just calm down on the alleged drugs a little bit. Whatever you're putting up your nose, just bring it down a little bit because we need your body to be going to at least 50. Come on. And we need to see them same ass dance moves with that wiggly ass, loose ass body. That Come you're going on. Out. We need to see that for the next 20 years. For in them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Come on, Chris. So, I'm sorry. I know that might sound a little selfish, but this is what it is, Chris Brown. We need to see you performing because you about to, you gonna, you know what I'm saying? These next 20 years, you're gonna go through some love shit. And I feel like you're gonna give us some music that's gonna touch our hearts. You know what I'm saying? When you go actually go through some shit and you sing about it. And listen, and, and it's the and nigga, fame album and ex album for me. You, you, is that for me? You already did that for me, so you need to do more. You need to do more for that. We need you. We yeah. need you. We love you. <laughs> for real, we do. We do love you, Chris. And I like to see a little dancing videos online. So just, just calm down on the drugs, just a little bit here. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, just very concerned. Cause you was looking Michael Jackson Thriller. <laughs> like, I think- so he do got a video out. He had a couple a songs. One? It's not his video. He's featured on there with um, another artist, and I think that's what did it for me. Like it was just him regularly dancing, and you know Chris Brown just known to just yeah mm-hmm. and work around that bitch and barely break a sweat. Mm-hmm. But that nigga was barely moving and was fucking dripping and drenching in sweat in mm. the video. You this know is what a saying? music video. Yes, uh-huh. with a checkered floor. But we ain't gonna get into that. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> 
I think I just kind of saw that shit and I'm just immediately alarmed. Mm-hmm. He didn't even look extra crazy. Like, even though I've seen videos and pictures of him that just kind of alarmed me and alerted me, like, please just be okay. And if anybody is around him, just kind of watch out for him and just don't, just please. You know what I'm saying? Don't let him. I've been thinking about him for weeks. You know I've been saying? thinking about him too, for real. And I just don't, like, I don't know. Because that, that picture. I'm going to be so pissed and I'm going to be so hurt. Like, that picture of him in that leather ass jacket. First of all, I feel like it was just a few months ago. Why you got on a leather ass jacket, Chris Brown? Exactly. And then after the um awards, that one picture that was circling around um the um when Drake got the um artist of decade award, mm-hmm. uh, that picture of him that was going around and he looked crazy there too. I was like, I, he went to the after party or whatever. He looked crazy. Mm. I don't know. I just I just been concerned. So and and it's it, but it's really getting bad now because two years, two three years ago, sunken face Chris Brown was still cute and you know what I'm saying looking okay. You know what I'm saying, but now Chris Brown, sunken face Chris Brown is looking scary as fuck. You know what I'm saying, honey, baby. You, you, and everybody like I hope he's okay. You know what I'm saying. So that's what they like because I know that weird picture of him they was commenting on, but like it's a thing. Like yeah, like. Yeah, Cause this was like a month or so ago, like when that one picture had like after you know the after party and shit like that. But like, just in the last few weeks, I just been I don't know, I don't know. It's just something I've been feeling is wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. He just you know it, he he don't seem to be slowing up on them drugs. You know what I'm saying? By it just him being first of all tall people have a lot of joint problems you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so by you doing all that dancing and shit you and know contorting and shit yeah you doing drugs and shit we just want you to be okay because like i said we need to see that dance when you're 50 we need to see that we need you on the come on we need you on the bt awards fucking that shit up when you're 50 chris brown facts so because when you because when you that we that you you grew up with us right you know what I'm saying? yeah we need you to make it today you like our you like our Prince, you know, or Michael Jackson, or come whatever on. you say. Come on. You, you're like that for us. You're you that for us. Yeah. You're that. So we need mm-hmm. you to make it till then, because, you know, you you know, already passed your scandal. Um, Trey Songz is in the middle of his shit, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, they saying all type of shit about Trey Songz. Trey Songz staying in the fucking media for some scandalous shit. I, and I didn't go out of Trey Songz, unfortunately. I mean, I could listen to his old music, but I don't want to hear none of his new music for some reason. I can understand that the um like last album that I really 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 attached to and can just play over and over again at that time and even and still till now was the trigger reloaded the trigger with and the, the trigger is reloaded. that with him on the front like this yes uh-huh. that's the one that fucking album is classic and that with, album with on it. yes Ooh, that yeah. album is everything so that's probably the last album that I can just play play like that but you know Trey Song I still got a lot of love for him and he he does still put out you know great music and everything and just the asshole. Yeah, he he been wilding. Leave a killer in the be alone. <laughs> yeah, girl. We've been all over the place today. And we are. And but we kind of kept it music based. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Industry based. We just want more for our people. You know what I'm saying? Of I see little baby trying to put songs out with Kirk Franklin, even though he looking weird as hell while he's doing it. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Put your motherfucking hands together. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he didn't know which way was up at that performance. <laughs> he didn't know what the fuck was going on, what to do. He didn't know where to put his hands up, put his guns up, put his thumbs up. He didn't know what the fuck. I mm-hmm. think that's the new. I used to. I um, 
my, I was I was about to say, I think that's the new age. I used to think that I cannot go on. Somehow I believe I can fly, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that's okay. But um, you know they gonna put that put. I think they putting that song on the Space Jam sound. Yes, it's a song. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel, so I feel like that's the new age. I believe I can fly. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, he don't have to fly his ass up out of here with that. No, that's not that. <laughs> for real. Because th- I think that for like the Gen Z crowd, it's going to do it for them possibly. It ain't, but like yeah, for, the, for the millennial and, 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 and Beck and shit like that, it's just like, nigga, Michael Jordan, Space Jam, that was it for us. This is just some reboot fake shit that y'all trying to give. Y'all trying to restore the feeling for niggas that wasn't around to experience it for real. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the movie, but they could have kept that song. It could have been better. I could get y'all could have got R. Kelly or Trey Song or Chris Brown, right? Not little baby and Kirk Frank. I just feel like they just mashed the them two good. together. No, but the thing, and they did. It is a very very random pairing, but the song is actually good. The song mm-hmm. is really good. You know. The so performance I'm, just fucked me up. Just because little baby just not a performer. He's like He's not a performer to me. Like I can fuck around and listen to my uh, to, to the fucking listen, listen. When that nigga album first came out, listen, I did not. I'm not even gonna say I didn't want to like it. I just didn't want to accept that I fucked with that shit so hard. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I fucking played that album to the ground. That mm-hmm. fucking little baby album. I can listen to that shit all day, but I'm just not a hundred percent certain that i could watch him in concert mm-hmm. i'm not sure about that i would have to like i just i, I don't know i want to hear all of the songs and shit like that because the album was my shit but not I the just, concert though it's, it's yeah. the concert for me like I, I need some sort of stage representation i need some sort of performance i need some sort of stage presence i need that see so little baby might really be autistic allegedly <laughs> it's, i'm not about to play <laughs> Shit, like Jay Z used to look autistic when he used to perform with that one hand like this. Do, 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 that's what you. That's this is the crux of what you said. I didn't say that. I just think that he's socially awkward. Autistic. He be oh Asperger's. He be Asperger's. Okay. <laughs> he be high. I think he's socially awkward. He be high, and he just is not the type of person that can maneuver and deal with the a crowd. Uh, yeah, the crowd but and the level of stardom music. that he's at. Yeah, you know that but he makes good ass music. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing, like. Nigga, what if you get to the point to where you're selling out full-blown arenas and yeah. shit like that, and you get to the point to where, you know, white people don't really know and not real familiar with Lil Baby like like how we are mm. as niggas. He didn't reach that level of stardom as far as the black culture is concerned, but like, nigga, if you get to a fucking arena where you performing for fucking 50,000 people, then what? Right. You can't be up there like... <clears throat> yeah. And be looking all awkward mm. and shit like James Harden on stage, you know what I'm saying? With you and your imaginary friend, yeah, like you right. can't do that. You have to, you know, because the music is heat. But mm-hmm. yeah, the music is heat. 
and you just it's a lot to work on so that's okay we're gonna support little baby still because he's the best artist and he seemed genuine at least you know what i'm saying he seemed he don't okay i guess we said we're gonna stop saying that shit on which people seem genuine and shit because authentic and all that but we'll say humble seem humble and seem gracious and seem like he understands the opportunity that he had and that he's grateful to be there stop (laughs) (laughs) i am so glad that we are audio only (laughs) because you are out of order okay and you're gonna stop (laughs) did i do it did i do it Okay. Um, very interesting. I hope we um, you know, just to you know, better ourselves with this music industry, maybe turn around a little bit where we just can maybe just put like a teensy weensy little little bit of more positivity in there, you know? Mm -hmm. Not so negative, you know. Yeah, and people still like it. (sighs) Mic drop. Okay, so that was it. Let's go. So let's go ahead and put this puppy to bed and get into our look. Okay. <laughs> lay it down. <laughs> lay it down. Okay. Lay your, lay your head down. Lay your head down tonight. Okay. Let's get into our black business owner of the week. Today we are highlighting and showing love to GK Fashions, and they were actually featured as one of the black business owners at the recent pop pop up shop, an event that we attended this past week. And she mean we. We. As in A-Lugs, me and her. Okay, as in A-Lugs, okay, and I was in attendance, okay. We. (laughs) Cause we can rent. Okay. And um, met this dope little young chick. She's, you know, hustling, doing her thing. Cute, beautiful, handmade trinkets. Um, Me, as well as another vendor there, a.k.a. Heavy Collection, a.k.a. Miss Ash Bash, a.k.a. Miss Ashley. Mm -hmm. Bought a couple of items from these young, hardworking ladies. I was about to say young harlots. <laughs> so you've been messy as fuck this whole fucking part. What is going on? I don't know. Messy. Know. Okay. So this is Gia Kia Fashions. Gia Kia. Okay. I like the name though. So Gia Kia Fashions. I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name, but that's G I A K E I A F A. S H O I O N S. So what you want to do with me? But, uh, <laughs> fashions <laughs> at gmail.com. So that's Gia Kia Fashion. And we're going to have to repost this because I have fucked this name up. Yeah. But this is Gia Kia Fashions at gmail.com. Basically, GK Fashions, Fashions. And just dope trinkets, bracelets, jewelry, handmade, handcrafted. Tutus. Yes. Because I got one for my little baby Breeze. Yes, hunty. So, yes, definitely cute tutus. And they have adult sizes as well if you want to get your tutu on. And, beep, beep. Uh, tutu. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, any of that. Um, They have their IG as well. IG is at Gia, G-I-A, 
K-E-I-A underscore fashions with an S on the end for the IG page. And yeah, definitely hit up GK Fashions for cute accessories. Our Black Business Owner of the Week. Okay, G of Fashions. And yes, we did. Not only us two, but um, um, Heavy Collection su- all supported Yay. GS Fashions. Okay, you gotta look. Gotta love that plebba. And play is spelled P-L-E-I-G-H. Mm-hmm. Um, Birdman hair really. <laughs> So uh, we gonna um, keep the train moving on to our I wish someone would have told me beep, beep. I wish someone would have told me to use the power of perception and perspective to not judge people come on um and usually I say that um <laughs> that I wish someone would have told me is something that someone already told me nobody ever told me this personally you know what I'm saying of how perspective and per- your perception of something can define, you know what I'm saying? Something, you know what I'm saying? It's literally, it literally is two sides to the coin. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can look at the glass can be half full and half empty at the same time. And neither one of those things have to be wrong, you know? So, um, you know, you, you, Sometimes when you're looking at things, you you know, or you're looking from a point of view, let's say you're looking at the sun from the point of view in front of your house. Sometimes you got to go and you, you know what I'm saying? You might not see the bitch at all or the house um, next door is covering up the sun so you don't see something. Sometimes you got to go into your back, into the back of your house, you know what I'm saying? Or the side of your house to look at it from a different view to actually see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? You got to change your viewpoint sometimes. You know, you got to try to, you do have to, like daily, you got to put yourself in somebody else's shoes to feel or see or view something. You know what I'm saying? Not, I'm not not going to say right or wrong, but just from a different perspective. You know what I mean? It could just, it could change your viewpoint and, you know, just change your thought about something, you know? So just when you look at something, look at it from two lenses. You know what I'm saying? Look at it from yours and then try to see the other side of it as opposed to, you know, that tunnel vision. I only see what I see. This is how I see shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Always try to look at the other side of things because you probably might get a lot of insight or, you know what I'm saying? A lot of, you'll get something from that as opposed to just passing your judgment on how you see shit, which is only one view as opposed to the, over, I think, over 3 billion possible viewpoints in the world now, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. Um, Use the power of perception and perspective to not be so judgmental, you know? We could all be judgmental, you know what I'm saying? That's why we got a lot of race issues and, you know what I'm saying, things like that because we're judgmental. Mm -hmm. And when I say we're, you notice I said we have a lot of race issues because we're judgmental. I'm not saying we're as black people. I'm saying we as people. As people, period. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, we've had this conversation before on the pod, even just as soon as as early and as recent as last podcast, as far as being judgmental and things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not always necessarily as far as judging you as far as what you have or what you've obtained or shit like that. It's just even judging you for things that you have done just because when you're looking at certain things, you're like, damn. 
I wouldn't do that. But you're never really looking at it like, okay, this person did that and I wouldn't do that. But why did they do that? Right. Mm-hmm. What experience did they have to cause them to take that action? You right. know? Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of like what we were talking about. So, and it's something that I'm working on too, just because when I view certain shit, I try to view shit as best I can. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. And it may not necessarily be the right thing. That just may be the way that I'm viewing it and the mm-hmm. way that I'm going to take the action. You know? Right. And then, like I said, when I was, we were talking earlier, whatever, in my world, I'm the president, the mayor, the queen, the, the fucking court gesture. Yeah. You like, I'm the one. You, you like, I'm the saying? point guard, the forward, the center, uh-huh. the other shooting guard. For real. <laughs> For real. My top five rappers in my head are me, 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 Dylon, and me. <laughs> like, I mean, that's it. That's it. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Like, that's, that's it for me. So, definitely it's something that I, I, I always need to hear redispersed to me just to have it fresh in my mind. So, yes, ma'am. Hand slap. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Wonderful, wonderful. Do you have anything to add um, before we get up out of here? I'm all cried up. (laughs) Okay, well, um, guys, you know that we are coming to a conclusion. So we are going to say... What the fuck is our Twitter? I'm sorry. Uh, Please hit us up on on our Gmail, which is delicatedominance at gmail.com. And that's for questions, comments, concerns, uh, compliments, uh, cash app requests, all of that. Come on. <laughs> Speaking into existence. Um, yeah, so hit us up on Gmail for that. Or you can hit us up on Patreon. <laughs> okay, because if y'all want it, we got it. Don't make me have to go in your pocket. Hey. <laughs> P doing a freaky ass dance. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but also, you know, get us on IG where you can um follow us there and you know, just interact with us. Um, send us a DM if you want to. If it's about some shit, if it's not about some shit, probably won't answer. But, um, no, we gonna bolt, bolt, bolt. <laughs> we gonna answer. But um, yeah, just um, G the ah, not Gmail. The Instagram is Dale Don Podcast D E L D O M E, and get us with all the fuckery there you can. Oh, and you know, what I'm saying rate, like, subscribe on all listening platforms. I think shit, yeah. And of course, the official Twitter Delicate Dominance podcast page, which I'll be posting on, but I'll be forgetting the handle. Um, <laughs> handle is at Delicate Dom Pod. And that's Delicate is in Delicate, Dom is in Dom, and Pod is in Pod. So hit us up on there, send us a message, DM, retweet, talk shit, the things that y'all do. Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and share. And that's what it is. Um, so, until next time, it's been Otto and Queen P. And it's been the Delicate Dominance Podcast. Mwah. We'll see y'all next time. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.